It is Tuesday, July 26, 2023, and you're listening to episode number 20 of This Ain't Iowa, Volume 2. everybody welcome to our final show of the month of july you'll have to excuse us we're off to a bumpy start fucking all-star producer tony over here decides to switch up without telling me how we're doing the intros from uh, <laughs> moving forward and uh listen as the artist that's just not how i do things so. look and did you say the 26th isn't it the 25th it's tomorrow did i say oh. tuesday and the 26th yep. listen I'm all discombobulated, and it's fucking, it's a Tony issue. Well, uh, well I, I believe yeah. you do get some grace because you're used to recording every seven days, and this is actually yeah. an eight-day break, so you're all discombobulated. So oh, that's right. Also your fault. Also your fault. We had to record on Monday last time. Well, you're let's really not stacking make it the... my fault. Let's make it the Australian <laughs> government's fault for doing infrastructure work right. and making sure the electricity Socialist. grid doesn't fall apart. Yes. The socialist government. Um, and uh, listen, I, I know we don't like to use the word hero a lot here, but uh, of course our our uh, our co-host today is in fact a hero as he is going on his fifth consecutive hour of talking. Mofobes, welcome. How's it going? Shouldn't what have you been be... up to today? Tell it. Tell everybody. Brag a little bit. Shouldn't he have a title like Doctor or Professor Phobes? I bet you've no. got something. You got any of those special like letters that go after your license? You got any of those? I do not. Uh, well, I've got yeah several of those. Uh, uh-huh. Exactly. So, uh, yeah, no, I am. I am now fully licensed and approved by the state of Nevada to teach uh, post-licensing education to the noobs. So, in the state, you have to take thirty hours of post-licensing education within your first year of getting your license. And so, our office we do them twice a year, January and July, and I am. Licensed to teach all his classes. So today I was teaching section on contracts, and it was a four hours. So it was a lot of lot of talking today. Now you're going to roll right into this, and uh, and yeah. you know what? I think now you're going to finally be warmed up. That's that vocal warm up you hear those singers do. Um, yeah. Hey, since you brought up real estate, can I just tell you my 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 pet peeve of the fucking month, vis a vis real estate? And I know that you're you yeah, know no, you no, it's. Uh, the, the cold calls slash texts slash emails that I get multiple times a day from people that are like, hey, got any, uh, got any off-market fixer-uppers that we can snag? It is infuriating. I blame, like, the fucking TLC network for putting all these, like, house flipping shows on there. And now all these people are calling as though we, yeah, every agent in Las Vegas has, like, is hoarding uh, this stable of garbage houses that they're willing to sell for $15 to these people so they can like, fix it up and try and make a million dollars like some shithead on TV. What are your thoughts on that, folks? Uh, exactly. Yeah. Um, 
I was I was gonna say, who did I just get this from? Uh, does he say who's new? Who they well they change their they'll send you the same number, but their name name changes a couple times. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I saved my text, idiot. Um, um, yeah, don't they have that round the oh, wrong way? Yeah. Couldn't they use the same name but change the number? Wouldn't that be more logical? Yeah. And then no, this works. one they even gave me a little uh, uh, a little gif of uh, what's his name, Michael from the office on the phone, and it says, "Got any deals? <laughs> need a fixer upper ASAP?" Ha ha ha. I'm like, yeah. I would not sell it to you vultures. I would go to the open market. I actually know what I'm doing in this market. I would sell it and make much more than you would like to offer my client. This actually seems like it's more likely. This is one of those scams that I think would work better if you just called like old people that have been in their house for, you know, 70 years. Call them. Offer them cash. They might not know anything, but I can't imagine that reaching out to all these real estate agents is right. ever going to ever going to work. Yeah, and there's a big article. There was an article last week about the We Buy Ugly Houses people and how they were ripping off a lady here in Las Vegas because they find those old people. They find people who don't know what they're doing and offer them, you know, significantly undervalue. But because they bought it for like six dollars, they're like, oh, my God, this house is worth a fortune. And you're like, uh, no. So, um, yeah. so this one, I think it was her son or something. He's like, whoa, 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 what the fuck are you doing? Stop. If they don't sign anything else, um, we need to cancel this because you're leaving like fifty, hundred thousand dollars on the table here. Yeah, and the deals they make are insane, right? They, they'll they'll offer maybe forty, thirty to forty percent of uh, of what the house could be worth on the open market, or the, their new thing is like, well. We'll uh, we'll pay you you know ten thousand over uh, you know uh, sort of list price, but it's essentially like you you're carrying the loan now. There you're like your tenants in other words, except right. they have full rights to the house. They can sell it whenever they want. It's fucking it's ridiculous. This place is a, is a nightmare. Um, yeah. Anyway, catch us up uh, catch us up on the month, folks. What are some highlights? What have you been up to? Um, let's see. Had a couple visits. From, so uh, Callum was in town. Callum and Lisa they were in town, so got to hang out with them a little bit. Um, where we went to uh, DTF, which is uh, Den Taifung. <laughs> Not what you mm. first thought of. <laughs> yeah, so that's that's, uh, Troy, Troy taught us that meant something different, but okay. So I had a lovely dinner there. Um, I think the first was the first or second night. You know, I always have to meet him usually the first day. The, they get here to give him his bag of goodies, so which now includes a humidifier, a toaster, tea kettle, some good English teas, uh, some... Uh, what else? Some silverware, bowls, that kind of stuff. So I get that delivered to him. Now it has a scale. So <laughs> we've added that to, wow. the, well, to the repertoire. This is the thing I don't understand about America is the fact that they don't have tea kettles. I'm not a tea drinker, but for boiling water, they're the greatest devices ever. Super simple. And what are you going to use in a domestic violence situation? What are you going to throw at people other than a kettle? They have them at Costco. They're in, they're in a lot of houses have them. I have, I have one. Oh, yeah, but yours does. is more self-defense than anything. <laughs> uh, what else? Uh, who, who else came through? What else you been up to? Uh, uh, Wendy from, uh, uh, where is she from? The frozen north of Min- Min- Minnesota? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, so she came in. I think we all had, uh, we ate with her a couple years ago by when she was back, the cat lady. Of course, yeah. Yeah. So she was in town literally for like, 31 hours, so 36 hours. So we met up at the Cosmopolitan and uh, had a couple beverages, and then we ended up going to the pizza place at uh, Aria and having a little dinner there. So that was nice to catch up with her and find out what she's what she's up to. And now I, I got a follow-up from her that she actually 
has been in discussions with her financial advisor, and in the next uh, five or ten years, maybe retiring here to Las Vegas. So you should help her buy a fixer upper. Yeah, yeah, hit up hit up some agents. Yeah. do a spam text. Find something that isn't I, on I, the I market. Will a, <laughs> I will have an update in a couple of weeks about the goings on at our our good friend uh, Royal Ridge Mobile Home uh, uh, Mobile Home Park. Okay, uh, we're I using will be selling. Now. Wow. Yeah, I will. Uh, I, uh, apparently, well, this is the case. I'm selling the uh, in probate one of the houses of one of the former board members. I think all of the ones except that I worked for, except for one, are no longer with us. Right, all dead. So, uh, <laughs> so that's we're going through the process of having an estate sale and getting through the probate process so that we can list that uh, that trailer. Oh man, I can't wait! I gotta hear. I gotta hear about that. Um, so okay, we'll nice. I'm sure the neighbor, a lot of the neighbors will stop by when you have the open house and give us an estate sale and give us lots of information on what's going on there. Yeah, I would love to hear the bitching. My favorite was the uh, like the the young people that were using the pool. Oh yeah, and uh, oh boy, what uh, just the just the anger that ensued over that. It's my favorite. There seems to be a and I don't know. May, maybe if you're living in the trailer park. It's a different story. It's a gated community. It's a trailer park. It's for, you know, seniors, active seniors. So you notice if a bunch of, you know, teens and 20-somethings are fucking by your pool. But I do feel like just in general, there's a whole lot of people not minding their own business uh, in Las Vegas, particularly in HOA communities. I had a tenant call me because somebody was literally like leaning in on her like little, you know, it's a townhouse or whatever they had a little balcony leaning in on the townhouse to see what she had back there because you know whatever there's like a rule you can't store shit uh but uh really got in there really wanted to take inventory of what was going on so they could uh snitch her out and it's just fucking the worst i hate it yeah no it's uh and yeah don't even get started on next door that's just uh (laughs) that is uh really quite the uh collection of uh Racist, homophobe, uh, ageist, whatever you can pick, they're there. And they're like, oh, my God, so there's a black person on my street. Uh, okay, yeah, like, they live there. Uh, <laughs> they're allowed to. Like, yeah, they, they, they let them go anywhere now. Like, someone's like, I just heard a horrific crash. What do you know? I'm like, did you call the cops? Did you do anything? Why are you asking a bunch of fucking neighbors? Aren't you do something about it? <laughs> okay. No, yeah. there's a bunch of helicopters um, flying over. And I'm like, yeah, we live like in Tropicana and Boulder, so that's not. <laughs> there's gonna be, there's gonna be helicopters. There's gonna be police helicopters. Yeah. You looked around. Um, okay, look, well, this sounds like you've had a very uh, active uh, social life. Uh, you, did you take a little trip? Did I see that on social too? Um, did I go anywhere? No, I did not. Uh, or did you? No? Or did you go somewhere local to meet with your uh, like uh, like an alum alumni thing? It looked like yeah, you had yeah, gone so to maybe. Yes, for the our alumni association, we welcome every year. We have a little summer welcome party for the the students from Southern Nevada who've been accepted and have it, and have accepted admission to to Cal. So we have a little party for them, and so we welcomed. I think we had eight people from Southern Nevada accepted and or were going to Cal, and we had uh, three who showed up to our little shindig. So it's a little alumni event. We kind of share our stories, share some advice, see what their you know what their plans are, and kind of just a good time to get together. It was fun. Okay. Listen, it sounds like they've really lowered their standards um, for admission. Um, I uh, I well, wanted to talk. Top, you know. <laughs> yes, of course. Eight. Cream of the crop. Yes. Uh, um, I, uh, I wanted I, to talk. I go ahead. Go to two outdoor concerts at uh, the Stoke Pool at um, Palms. 
Went to, I don't know if you've been to or seen or been to the Yachtly Crew concerts. I um, kind of want to check it out. Is it good? It's fun. It's fun. They're they're good. Like, I, you know, they started from Southern California. They kind of had a cult following. And then when uh, San Manuel Band of Mission Indians bought the Palms, uh, they started bringing them out. Like, they brought them out, like, on a test case, I think, last year or something like that on a weekend. And now they've become a regular. I think they're out here, like, every two months or something like that. Um, so they Tell everybody, what, what do they do? What do they do? It is like kind of hair band yacht rock. So they got a like a eight piece band, something like that, and then they do yacht rock, but in that kind of a more um, not your like smooth jazz kind of way, but in the uh, in a the uh, Van Halen kind of way. Well, I think so. Uh, I can... And as the people show up, they all got they're all coming in wearing their little captain's hats. And first time I went, I'm like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> but they, yeah, they have quite the following of people, almost 100 percent white. Um, of course, it's oh, yacht come rock. on, folks. Almost one hundred percent white. It is one hundred percent white. No, it's, it's not one hundred percent. Oh, okay. There's one Asian wife. Uh, <laughs> a little bit, yeah. And then I also went, went to a uh, UB forty uh, concert this Saturday out at the pool, um, and that was with Big Mountain and the Whalers were the openings, and then the UB forty was. Uh, and they have say uh, they I guess they have a new uh, singer because I'm sure the other one died because. The other, the I think the bass player was telling you about how this is their forty fifth year of playing concerts. I'm Jesus like, wow. Christ, that's enough already. You before you had a good yeah. run, and I had one. Yeah, that ended up being a bit of a mess. Like some, I either, I mean, I wasn't. I had had a couple of drinks. It was nothing. So somehow, either it was stolen or my wallet got was lost at the pool. So, you boy, that's been a bit of a bummer. So. Yeah, so going through canceling those cards, getting trying to get a new driver's license is was is typically very easy, but this time it's turning out to be a bit of a pain in the ass. I don't know what the hell's going on with it. If you thing. can't trust, if you can't trust a yacht rock crew, no, this was UB40. Oh, UB40. Oh yeah, full of fucking uh, thieving yeah. Swedes uh, or whatever. <laughs> Where are they from? They're English, um, but that's why the lead singer left because he was being ripped off by his manager. So there you go. Of course, see, that's probably who did it. Um, I uh, I wanted to uh, to chat a little bit. The Discord was very active uh, this past week, so thanks everybody for kind of uh, checking in and, and chiming in on that, uh, uh, folks. We'll do a little lightning round of some of the hot topics uh, to get your take on it. First off, last week we reprised the classic Tommy Dutch um, bit about tipping. If you recall. Uh, 10 plus years ago, he said, I want to talk about tipping. And I said, sure, what do you want to talk about? And then he said, I think people should tip more. And then that was all he had to bring to the table regarding the tipping discussion. But I have uh, I have now saying that we have gone too far in that direction. And now we are being asked to tip for everything all the time. And it's become a fucking disaster. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, the all of these little iPad things where you got to pay and you got to go through six screens to not tip. And, yeah. and and everyone knows because like it doesn't take that long if you're not not <laughs> right. It's, it's, it's one it, button. It takes thirty seconds. I'm like, okay, how do I cancel this? No, nope, no tip. Um, you did nothing to me except give me what like reach behind you and grab something off the counter and hand it to me. 
Yeah, um, it's it's and it's always too. It's always just like they're just going to ask you a couple questions. We know what the fucking question is. Stop pretending like you know. Oh, we're going to be surprised. Oh, what's the question? Oh, should I tip? It's always tipping. It's never anything but tipping. Stop saying like, there's going to be a couple questions. Percent or something. And I'm like whoa, 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 whoa. Even if I was going to tip, it's not. I'm like, where's the other button? Oh wait, that's way in the corner. Okay, I'm going to tip a dollar. Right. Oh, yeah, they're, they're making it. I mean, so there was a period after COVID, after we started, that I was over tipping because those people hadn't worked. You know, businesses were at 50%. You know, like, yeah, so I was doing like 25, 30, you know, if I was eating in a restaurant or, you know, if they were doing something to my, you know, even, you know, tying a nice little bow on, on the bag that they gave me to with a, you know, I'd give them a little something. But yeah, now it's just like the expectation, the, you know, just that jar sitting there for nothing. I mean, I'm like, no, I, I'm not tipping you. You know, KGB actually brought up something interesting. He's like, you know, uh, if you if you bring up, if you carry cash, if you actually pay in cash, and if the place that you're going to accepts cash, because not every place yeah. does anymore, that eliminates most of it because that's what's happened. Like this, this uh, the new like you know tapping York, and this yeah. iPad situation has it's become so like passive aggressive, non confrontational that you're you know you're being asked to tip all the time in a situation where it wouldn't even occur to you to tip if you were just paying in cash. Right. Uh, but yeah, there. So do that while you can. But I do, I do want to give the you know a little shout out to uh, I did you know uh, Capriati still shows their appreciation when you put that dollar in the tip jar. You get a you get a thank you from the entire staff and some you know they ring a little bell tip 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 and everyone says thank you. So at least they're I do it there just because you know they are appreciative of it and you know. But are they? Isn't that aggressive as well? But no, but at no. least they say thank you. This new iPad thing, yeah, they never they now you're hitting a button. It doesn't matter what button you hit. They're just like, okay, flip it around. You want a receipt? No, fuck you. I'm like, absolutely. <laughs> that, that's you could at least at least pretend. Do, do you think the guy working the fucking grill at Capriati's really gives a shit about your dollar? Probably not. But you know what? They at least say thank you. Acknowledge. But they 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 always say bear money. That's what they do, which is which is fun. Always, yeah. they always you know chant you know. The, whoever's at the register says beer money and everyone says thanks. It's something. I appreciate that. Um, uh, lots uh, more people chimed in for, uh, from Bob in Vegas who came on to do another uh, uh, prostitute tutorial, update slash tutorial. And uh, listen, no, Brian, uh, it's... it's. It, I'm sorry, yeah. underselling it. This was a masterclass. This should be up there with all those masterclasses. We should put him on video and, and sell him the same way that yeah. Wolfgang Puck and everybody else that does a masterclass gets sold because it really was that in-depth. It was, and, and he went on to, uh, to like, explain, like, listen, like, the, the amount of effort it would take to, like, meet a person and, you know, maybe take them out and see if there's, you know, if you're vibing with them. He's like, it all just sounds like too much effort. So he likes to keep sex transactional, which, hey, more power to him. Now, yep. Phobes, you, of course, are a confirmed bachelor. You ever considered any transactional sex other than the ones that we have uh, helped fund over the years? Um... Oh boy, there it is. That's a yeah. I mean, I've considered it. I mean, yeah. I mean, the ones we did, yeah. But usually, it's the the price. I'm just like, yeah, it's really. I don't know that the uh, three hundred dollars is worth you know just jacking off. I'm like, yeah, I'll save the three hundred dollars. <laughs> there's a uh, there's a great there's a great um, story that uh, Louis C.K. told. This is 
you know, so he's had his issues. But he uh, he tells a story about how, Some you know, when he was right. Right. Yeah, he's fine. Uh, He was living uh, in New York. This is back, you know, when uh, he was younger and New York was still kind of a uh, a seedy place around Times Square. And he was walking around and he goes into this music store and uh, it's like a pawn shop, I guess. And he saw like a trombone and he just like impulse bought a trombone. Right. And they put it in the case and they gave it to him and he starts walking around. And uh, then he passed by like one of the the, the jack off booths. Right. One of those places that used to exist in uh, Times Square. And he's like, oh, what the hell, right? So he goes in there and whatever, he puts his token in and he's, I don't know if it was a live show or a video or what, but, you know, he's, he, whatever, he's watching and he starts jacking off. And he uh, he looks down when he's done and he realized that he had jizzed on his new trombone case. And he's just looking down at it and he's like, if I had just come here first, I never would have bought this fucking trombone. And that's exactly it. I think, you know, if you just like, you know, I, I, Bob has all that sort of pent up energy and he spends time and he researches it and he goes on the sites and he reads reviews and he does all of that stuff. He just jerked off first. I think he'd be like, what am I? What is it all for? I'm just I'm going to go do something else. And uh, and it just it just gets the poison out. But listen, I, the guy's got a system. He's been doing it a while. I'm not going to tell him how to live. He seems very happy. Some of my um, friends. Back in the day, they started. They started. They found out we started this up, and realized there. Why didn't you tell us? And I'm like, uh, I can think of a number of reasons why. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway, I just got a text today. He's like, Hey, is that Bob guy? Is he Asian? Yeah. Oh, he's Asian. So, you mean? Oh, yeah. yeah they, like, oh, they're probably they're probably asking because of his use of the phrase. I'm not into yellow fever, which he uh, which yeah. he proclaims. And it was analytic, he's like he seems like one of those very analytical, studious Asian types. And I'm like, oh. yeah, he's. He's a big nerd, and I did mention we. I still have the uh, um, the stripper pole in the garage. I mean, it still has the same issue that it had in the beginning. Is that our ceilings are too high for the? So I have to get an extension, and that company's probably out of business now. So I don't know if I can get the right uh, um, addition to make that to reach the ten foot ceilings. <laughs> and I mean, really, at that point, what do we do? What do we do in the stripper pole for? <laughs> Yeah. I mean, you, you've you've already you've already decided that you're going to uh, continue the no broads uh, um, uh, rule that uh, that Troy enacted. Uh, last, uh, well, I won't say the last thing. There was a couple other things. Uh, oh, there was of course lots of pronoun related talk uh, after the story I told of my godchild uh, uh, coming out as non-binary. Which, I mean, listen, I'm not even going to go down that road again, folks. Do you have any pronoun related things you'd like to say? Who gives a shit? I mean, right, that's all. How does it, someone puts a tag in that. There's other things. There's the email address, their phone number, their Twitter. I don't look at any of that either. So right. I'm like, if they want to put that there, that's fine. We we view. I mean, how many years later? It took me like ten years as a kid to figure out: is this a miss, a missus, a mit? That's actually you know, the like, one I don't I get know which one this is. Most angry at because there's no dividing line between a miss, a missus, or a miss. Like one than, was married, one was never been married, one like was divorced. I'm like, so ground on we've had these things for a long time that were equally confusing. And <laughs> it was like, um, I, I always say, like, that if people go nuts over it, sure. I mean, if someone gets totally offended because I call them the wrong pronoun, well, that's on them. I mean, I think once someone corrects you, yeah, like I, I was kind of using it, like, I prefer Christopher. If someone says, hey, Chris, or do you, I'm like, I prefer Christopher. Now, once I've told someone that, if they keep calling me Chris, I'm like, okay, hey, you're an asshole. You didn't care. Why'd you ask in the first place? 
But so that's the same kind of thing. If if someone says, "Oh no, I prefer they," I'm like, "Okay, now it's on me to use that." I mean, it's just like nicknames or whatever. We do that all the time with full name John, you know, Jonathan, whatever it happens to be. You know, we do that in our lives all the time. So I don't see what the big deal is. I think you know that you know that a topic is is weird when the Main Street Haitian is the voice of reason. He actually just posted something, and he's like, "Listen, if you're a person that pre- you know that prefers a pronoun that maybe uh, you know someone wouldn't get by you know looking at you, then kindly in your first conversation, let them know what you prefer to be called, uh, and uh, and don't freak out if they make a mistake. And then on the second go around, if someone tells you that, maybe your first instinct shouldn't be uh, enraged. Uh, I think we have this like weird idea that for some reason we need to understand something in order for it to be valid. Guess what? Yep. I don't understand fucking anything. I don't know how planes fly. Uh, I think all of Tony's hobbies are stupid. It doesn't matter what I think. I don't get to legislate them away. Uh, you just you just deal with it. You say okay, I guess, and then you just let them loom or whatever. Yeah, you think podcasting is stupid? I've rubbed yeah. you in. And then here I am. <laughs> yeah. And no, here I am. I, I certainly get Phobes' point because there are some people that, because I went as Tony for, especially during my teenage years, I didn't want to go as Anthony. Now I don't give a fuck. You can call me whatever you want. But back then, there was a certain group of people that would only call me Anthony, even though I've corrected them. And they even went as far as to say, the name you have chosen is stupid. You should go by your birth name. And that was a power move. And, and that's what people deliberately mislabeling somebody's pronouns is, is doing. But if you're honest mistake, no big deal. That's why we have names. Perhaps if we just use names and if people want to go by whatever name they want to go with, that makes life easier rather than collective labels. Yeah, and lots of other languages have feminine and masculine, you know, endings on their nouns. That kind of stuff that happens. Oh, and names are getting dumb, like absidy. It's true. Have you heard of the name absidy? A B C D E. Stop it! It's not no, and yeah, all the Kristen with the K Y S silent L T. All we've been dealing with that stuff for fucking ages now. So that pisses me off way more than pronouns. Agreed. Uh, last thing from the uh, from the uh, Discord was, uh, it looks like we are going to have at least one official uh, TAI survivor pool. I mean, uh, not survivor pool. What's it called? Circa million. Yeah, circa, circa millions. Million. Circa millions. I have I have enrolled. I'm in. I'm on Spoon's team. And I got to admit, I actually don't know how it works. So, Phobes, you've done this before. Give me a quick rundown before football season so I don't embarrass myself in front of my friends. It's Thursday, 10 a.m. They put out the lines. Um, this year, by Saturday, by 4 p.m., you have to choose five uh, games against the spread that they provide. And that's it. You pick them and then... So, and it's, uh, they... and it's, the, full, it's the full game, right? So, so you're not playing halves, quarters, any Correct. of that stuff? And it's, and it's not totals? It's just... Game against the spread. Yep. And then you pick five and then um, then you get one point per. And, you know, they have some things with like a quarter. So after the first four games or what is it now? Yes. Whatever the quarter, they have some prizes for the quarters and then they have um, overall prizes for the the end of the season for number, you know, points. And I think last year was somewhere around like 65 points or something like that was the winner. Now, like two years ago, it was a barista from fucking Starbucks. 
who, you know, I think last year was a, a decent handicapper. A couple of years has been, but yeah, I think two years ago it was like, yeah, some barista from Starbucks won. Uh, so. Oh. I will point out, Brian, be careful around the Thanksgiving games um, because they are their own separate beasts from what I hear and you need to leave room. Um, the guys were talking well, about that. Unless you just don't want to pick those games. The, the lines for that weekend will come out Wednesday. Um, and then, I mean, if you want to miss three of your, you know, 15, 15 games, that's the problem. Is we've With the ones I've been doing with my friend and his, like the Thursday games are tough because by the time the numbers come out, um, 10 a.m. and that Thursday game, he has to, you know, crunch, run it through his algorithms and stuff and tell me what to pick. Of course um, you know yeah. somebody with Trust an algorithm. Me, that, that won't be an issue when I submit my pick. There will be no algorithm crunching. I'm just pissing $250 away and probably bringing down my team. Um, so that's you're adding, the 50, you're adding the 50 for prizes within your group, right? Because it's $1,000. So. so I think that says four people... Or five people. It's five people, right? So that would be 200, and then you're adding 50. So Because I think uh, Spoon's doing some additional prizes with whoever picks the most within that group. Because you each get one pick. Oh, what I thought... Pick, yeah, I, what's the, what's the, who gets to pick first? Because if we, what if you both pick the same game? It's a I have, we haven't gotten that far yet. It's going to end up being a shit show, it was, is going to be my guess. Not for me. I am, uh, uh, I am a, a pushover. Everything except for podcasting, I'm a complete puss and pushover. Uh, but I am uh, working with some of the some world-class pains in the ass, i.e. patch. Uh, so. I was doing this in the years, but like the last two years, they've, you've been able to do it on the app. I had to, like, I had to race down every fuck to... Because one year we did both the super contest at uh, the Westgate and the one at Circa, and I had to like race down there and get those picks in. And I had to remember like one time, shit, I'm gonna be out of town. I'd have to give someone my card. That happened once with the app too. I was leaving, so I had to give someone my password for my betting app just for. I'm like one day, can you put this in? <laughs> and then I'll change the password when I get back. Right. So I don't know. All right. We'll see. We're, they brought, there's also a conversation about uh, doing a survivor pool. And I think that uh, Spoon was just worried about the logistics because that, that with a survivor pool, you, you pick one game. Right. And right. if you're if your game hits, you move on to the next week. So he's like, you know, I guess there could be like a voting system with a cutoff time. But the, the thing that he brought up to me and this is why he's a smart gambling person and I'm an idiot. I'm like, we should definitely do it. He's like, yeah, but the problem is last year, almost 60 percent of the field was gone after the first week. And like, it never occurs to me that I'm going to lose. Every time I go visit my mom in Arizona and I play mega millions and Powerball, uh, the drive home from the fucking circle K is just me thinking about where I'm going to put the money. Do I take the payments? How much am I going to pay? It never occurs to me that I'm not going to win until I get zero numbers every fucking time. So that's uh, that was a smart idea for Spoon. But we do have time. So if there are some ways to do this logistically and enough people are interested, uh, I'm all for it. Uh, I love gambling in the name of the show. Uh, give us a, you know, get my, maybe we might even cram an extra show in on the month that would just be like a gambling uh, you know, show. Tony, don't hold me to that because I'm already regretting that I said it. Well, I'm already thinking of a co-host that you could get. I wonder if he still gambles. I know he's a family man now, but he, he at one point, I'm, I'm not going to mention who it is by name, but at one point he was looking to get an office just for March Madness to run his algorithms and his whiteboards and red string and whatever else that he used to work that shit out. I wouldn't bet on it. Um, all right. Uh, okay. Listen. 
I did say that I would. I'd be if the, if we can get another another five some started. So I, I think there was. I think there was me and someone. I think we had at least one. I other think person Rick. Yeah, I think Rick yeah. and Reston tried to jump uh, in. If there's a second one, we can do a second one. Well, so we can have a okay. battle again. Well, you know, Spoon will buy another two places. He's always up there's for filling a, a slot with gambling. If he needs yeah. to, he can he can jump in. Because as Brian uh, right, so anyway, smart that, gambler. Weekend, like I totally. Like I set alarms on my phone to put the picks in. I usually put them as soon as I get them from uh, my friend's uncle, um, and I, so I don't forget. But there was one. It was I forgot what it was, and it was waiting, and I just totally spaced. And it was like two oh five, where I'm like, "Fuck!" Luckily, we weren't even close to the points. But I was like, if I just cost uh, like a chance, I was so oh my! Like as soon as I realized it, like all the blood ran in my face, and I was like, oh. and I had to send the text the. Hey guys, uh, I'm a complete and fucking idiot. I forgot to post the pics. So I, I, I it kind of a, because I did tell them, I'm like, look, if you guys don't hear from me, like usually by Friday night, someone send me a reminder. Is like, because I would send a snap, I do a screenshot of the pics and send them to them so they would know they were the maid. And I was like, no one, then everyone forgot. And I was like, oh, I felt terrible. Well, you know, no who you need to get on this shit. So. I've got a solution for these problem fubs. We need to recruit another former interview subject of this podcast brant tobler now there's an, a guy that knows how to get a, a bet on that's that, let me tell you something that is not a good idea i love brant yeah. i'm actually uh chatting with him i think we may be able to rope him into a uh, a show here in the uh, in the coming months when he's not traveling but don't, don't give him money <laughs> he's uh, he's, uh, he's too much of a gambler he will gamble that you will lose and you will find out for a while um, yeah, online now, so you, there's no he can't. Uh, yeah, sweet talk going into putting some ticket, stealing some he, printer, uh, that's a, ticket paper uh, for him. It's fucking crazy. Uh, well, I'm going to the Raiders uh, training camp tomorrow, so that should be fun. You've been to a bunch of the Raiders games, so Raiders uh, are playing the Giants here uh, in Las Vegas this season. What are the chances of me just getting a ticket to that game? And what what do you think it would run if I tried to like get you know a verified resale ticket? Um, well, if you let me know, I usually have several tickets, access to several tickets, so I can get you that. Okay. Um, okay. Let's call this yeah. letting you know. I'm in. Okay. <laughs> Fudge, um, have you missed a game so since they've moved to the new stadium? I've missed two home games. So I was out of town, Fuck. and I, I forgot one other one. I forgot why I missed it. I think I was out of town both times, but um, I think the Houston game I missed and one other game. But yeah, and without so without season tickets, so um, I mean, ours like face value. So we're in the two hundred level, like right by the like the fake electron uh, eternal flame. And I think ours are like those tickets. Ours, um, the people I <laughs> use. <laughs> uh, there's a, like it's like one eighty. So um, obviously, like games like Kansas City or like I think the Pittsburgh game, the first game home game is going to be a a big one. Um, I know, like, Kansas City and the 49ers. Like, like, some of my friends who had season tickets, that 49ers game, they basically paid for their entire season tickets just by selling that one game. That's why it was probably, like, you know, 60 or 70, 60, 40, or a little 65, 35 49ers fans. Yeah. Um, Giants fans, I'm like, I guess it would probably depend on how their season goes, when in the season is it, like, if they're in any kind of It's in November. It's towards the end. It's towards the end of the season. Oh, it's, so, uh, it's in um, November. But, yeah, I mean, getting a single ticket, it's... Um, and if you wait, you know, 
towards the end, or like you can like even go to the state and then do like game time or one of those. You can probably get one, but I'll I'll be on the lookout for one for you. Because a lot of my guys, right. the guys that I work, they'll sell them at face value or close to it. Beautiful. All right. Well, listen. Let's yeah. just go ahead and put that in the uh, keep an eye out pile. All right. Listen. Let's get. Maybe I'll get to see uh, Johnny uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. He is clear to practice, and they said he would be at spring training tomorrow. Or not spring training. Training camp tomorrow morning. So Josh Jacobs will not be there. We'll see what is going on that with that uh, that mess yeah, there. It, but it's become a bit of a shit show. <laughs> the, the the team. It'll be interesting now because Saquon just signed his franchise, so that'll give like a number to. Josh Jacobs and the Raiders to see what they want to do on that franchise. So they're the two Thank running backs. Thank God. I did not think that was going to happen. I'm going to be honest with you. I was uh, fully expecting him after the season he just had to, <laughs> to cut bait. So I am, uh, I am very thankful. All right, listen, let's uh, let's get into a little Vegas news. And uh, Phobes, I have to say, I know you, we've, we've chatted about this fear on each of them, but it is now kind of fully up and running, at least from the outside. And it's kind yeah. of, it's, it's cool as hell. Actually. I really think it's, it's pretty, fucking awesome. Yeah, it's pretty fucking cool when they lit that up for Fourth of July and went through the the whole little fireworks thing and then like I I posted a picture on Facebook I was while well, I was at Bellagio and I from the bridge I could see the the basketball for the summer league it was pretty cool to have that thing out there um, now the other it has turned Koval in, or uh, Sands into a shit show because unlike like the early days when everyone would just pull over on the middle of Las Vegas Boulevard to watch the the fountains at the Bellagio, people right. are doing that. They're just so either they need to build a wall so you can't see it from the street on that street, or they need to get like metro up and down, like moving people along. Look who's um, fucking look who's look who's Mister Build a Wall all of a sudden. To me. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, like Tick Sager Bloom, who's uh, the uh, Los Angeles County Commissioner for that area, he was like, eh, he seems not to be, he's kind of nonplussed about it, he just seems like, yeah, like, people, let's see what what happens, people, it's kind of a novelty now, so, it's okay, I'm like, so it's okay for just people to pull over in the middle of the lane and just block traffic? How long are like, those yeah. fountains a novelty? Okay. I, I feel like those fountains were a traffic issue for at least 10 years, because that's about the yeah, cycle that- of tourists through the joint. Yeah, that so, and the sign. You remember the, uh, the the Las Vegas sign? Now there's a full parking lot. Buses right. go there. But before it was just on the goddamn street, and people would just stop on the street, run across the street. It was pandemonium. Yeah, and I heard like people are trying to go to the Hughes uh, Center parking lot to get to the roof to look at it. People are going to the Venetian to the roof of their parking lot or parking garage. And I, there's I've heard the security's kind of cracking down on that. They just announced that. Venetian and Palazzo will start charging for parking. They were one of the last holdouts along with Wynn. Um, Wynn has been, I, there's been rumors that Wynn is going to do it too. Now that the sphere is there and they're going to have more traffic. Um, and they, ha- I, they haven't said what the deal is on locals. If you're going to get three hours free, like most of them, or um, kind of uh, what the deal is going to be. With, uh, if I think so far, like I think the Grazi card, if you have, I think so. If you have, I know if you have like the upper levels, you still get um, free valet and stuff like that. But they haven't said if the with the entry level one, if you'll get at least some parking. So that's one of the downsides. But yeah, and I I saw a a picture from the inside. There's like of kind of what it looks like. Um, there's a group of my college friends. I think we're looking at October seventh to go see the U two concert. So we'll see uh, some of them. They've been like in the U two fan club since they were like six years old. So they got some of the early access. <laughs> to the nice. tickets so they're trying to see how many they can get so and what the price will be so 
we'll see. Hopefully October 7th we'll be able to go to that concert. Um, but it, they, there was a development that apparently, which I think, I thought they have, like, engineers and all kinds of people that make sure this shit doesn't happen. But apparently the way the stage was and some of the sign-in or the lighting, there was, like, two or three rows in the 100 level, which is some of the most expensive seats that couldn't see the stage. Beautiful. Love that. Nobody thought to check. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I've heard a few complaints. Like, if you get real close, people were like, oh, there's a few lights that are out. And I think, obviously, if you're anywhere, you can't. But with 586,000 lights, I think there's always going to be a light out somewhere. Yeah. Um, and it's especially with the content heat, I can't, you know, I was like, I don't know if they tested this in a fucking oven to see if it still works. Yeah. Uh, but it's been so on during the middle of the day. They got the purple and green kind of as their test pattern which they have on I, during the day. I, I did not care for the eyeball. I could have done without the eyeball. That was yeah, creepy. That was a little that. freaky. Yeah. So, yeah. All right, what else you got? Um, let's see. So we've got that. Let's see. We, um, there was a little, a little mishap at the, uh, the Fountain Blue. They had a fire on their roof on the 23rd. There's a big pillars, a bill, billowing smoke, but apparently it was, just, it was a very, it was a minor fire. No injuries, no major damage. So that they said that it's not going to stop their opening date of sometime this year. Hmm. Okay, that to me is. By like, the way, that yeah. probably yeah, that that's like the equivalent of like uh, uh, whatever the uh, uh, the leader of Qatar. You remember when he was like, "Yeah, there was a couple of issues getting the World Cup up and running <laughs> here," and then it turns out it was like so many people died. Uh, yeah. That's probably what just happened at the Fountain Blue. Well, the Fountain Blue yeah, reminds so me of that North of Korean. T- tower that's never been built that has like just a glass facade that's what that property reminds me of mm. yeah um so we have had an uh, we've had a, a break in the case apparently um uh the las vegas metropolitan police served a search warrant on a house in henderson um related to the tupac shooting um and anything you want to talk a, about folks <laughs> i don't live in henderson <laughs> um, and apparently they took uh, some magazines or uh, from a, and they're doing some uh, ballistic testing. They may have found someone that may have been involved and has been holding on to this stuff for the last 15 years or 20 years, however long it's been. Um, and Where does OJ live these some... days? Because I wouldn't put it past uh, OJ. Yeah. <laughs> he's in town. He's always at Jing. If you're looking for him, he's uh, like Chinglis and Jing in Summerlin. Um, they finally come out with the the plans for um, the Fiesta uh, and Te- Fiesta Henderson or Fiesta Rancho and Texas Station. Um, they uh, submitted plans to the City of North Las Vegas for uh, commercial, retail, residential development there with like 650 townhomes and then uh, big like uh, um, shopping center and retail space and that kind of stuff. So we'll, we'll see what happens there. Um, Henderson just announced what it is. It's called Chicken and Pickle. It is like one of the world. Uh, it's apparently a indoor pickleball court with uh, oh, food and beverage and all of that related shit. Come on. Where what do we stand on pickleball, pickleball team? There's two versions of pickleball. Pickleball. Have you seen the the European version with the glass box? And that that's no. crazy. It's a combination of like pickleball you Americans play mixed with sort of squash where they use the back glass ball oh. and the side wall. 
Kind of bonkers. That would be interesting. Like here they put outside and they say who dies first. <laughs> right. Yeah, they put elderly people outside and let them play giant ping pong and see who dies. That's the new uh, game. I thought there was an article a couple weeks ago about saying the medical costs related to pickleball and the number of injuries and how much it's costing Medicare and all these in the, in the severely – the increase in injuries among the – the, not even because now younger people are getting into it and all that stuff. So, but but just the uh, um, the injuries related to it and how much it's going to cost the U.S. economy, I thought was interesting. Have you guys watched any of the pickleball like on ESPN? By the way, ESPN won like the flagship. Not on right, the Ocho. pickleball. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not, yeah, I, I not on the Ocho. Um, what's McEnroe and Agassi and Chang and um, Andy Roddick? That's the one I watched. They had a pickleball. Tournament. I'd watch it on TikTok. The thing that I, 15 seconds at a time is enough for me. Well, I, it's just, I don't, uh, I don't see that big of a difference between professional pickleballers and non-professional pickleballers. It all just kind of seems the same speed, same power. Like, okay, there's probably some, yeah, some endurance issues and the people can move a little bit better than the average pickleball player. But for the most part, it really just seems like pickleball, like anyone... With, uh, you know, if you, you put in a couple hours of practice, I think you could get on, on ESPN one. Yeah. Um, and once again, TAI, in our history of missing the boat and missing any opportunity to cash in, we mm-hmm. missed the whole professional wiffle ball. Oh, great. Yes. We could have been on that 10, we could have been on that 15 years ahead of schedule. God, Very similar. Right. You could do it in the same. You could do it in a tennis court. We proved that. Yeah. <laughs> Where were they? On roller hockey? On a very dangerous roller hockey surface that is too slick for for wiffle ball? You could do it there. Has a weird ledge that's going to bust your shin. It's a perfect place. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, listen, if there's a way to fuck up uh, money, uh, I will find it. So um, this is go- going back to, so there's a lot of people getting really salty about F1 and all of this, you know, the road being torn up and all of this stuff. And oh, then a, an article yeah. came out this week about yeah i mean this is our colloquial you know these so i think i talked they're building another atomic golf down by the stratosphere which is like uh you know like top golf but a little hipper and you know a little more and i've seen like the posts of these people just people who just want to live in their stupid little box in summerlin and haven't been downtown in 20 years and say oh you're gonna get shanked you're gonna get i mean if you haven't been to the arts district, you're missing out on some of the best beer. You know, we have some of the best food, some of the, I mean, like, and, but I mean, I guess those people only, you know, those are the people that go to the Yacht League crew shows, uh, only want to be people <laughs> and the ones who complain on next door. Um, but I mean, that's where actually fun and exciting stuff is happening. But so F1, there was a, apparently they are now not. So this F1 race here in Nevada is the one is the only one that is being actually run and promoted by F1. Not they're not using a third party promoter. Um, it's being done, but then so they have gone up and down the strip now to all the bars and restaurants that have a view of the track, and they are now requesting in order for them not to block your view, fifteen hundred dollars per head, um, for everyone who goes into those locations. And they said, so, if you don't, they are going. They made they. Some of the things they mentioned were shining lights into the windows, so you can't see the track. 
uh, putting up barriers or tarps so you can't see the track. See, so this is what this is what happens when Europeans are in charge of shit. It all gets like mob run real fast. Okay, bro. So then what's going to end up? Can I just tell you Liberty something? Liberty Media though? now owns the F1, so it's a yeah. fully owned American company. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It's run okay. by a guy no. called Chase Carey, who has a handlebar mast- mustache. Um, yeah. yeah, Liberty Media. Well, uh, turns out, this company takes over anything. Sorry. Yeah, we're we're not that Tell we're not that great. See, it's where folks gets worked up, and that's when things get uh, get get out of hand. <laughs> I uh, uh, but okay. So it turns out. So what's going to end up happening, right? Is so if they have to, you know, kick up. I you know, I had a dad with some questionable friends, so I know how this whole thing works. So if they're got to kick up the you know fifteen hundred a person, that means just to enter their restaurant, they're going to be charging like three grand. Per person. Uh, So that's terrific. So enjoy that, everybody. That happens all over the world, though, with street races. Um, It happens in Singapore. It happens in Monaco. This is not unusual. Um, The blocking of of your view via tarps. The, The only interesting point is going to be because it's a night race, they have the advantage of using things like lights, which I think they use in Singapore to block the view as well, because it is still considered a venue. So they, they try and maintain that nobody gets a free view of it. If you go to the Grand Prix in Melbourne, it's all tarped around the outside. Technically, you could see it from the road, but they say it's a safety issue with traffic, but it's so you, you can't see them without paying you. In, in Australia, it's it's $200 for race day. So that's that's quite a difference to $1,500. Thousand dollars here earlier. I thought seventy five hundred dollars for the. What, what if I? What if I just? What I'm for the tarp. What if I just wanted to go have a steak at Mona Me Gabby that day, and I just wanted to sit on the patio? Put that tarp up. I'm not paying that kind of exorbitant fee. Uh, I just want to smell gasoline and tires while I'm eating my steak. They're mostly electric vehicles. I mean, how much fuel are you actually smelling? They're not mostly electric. It's about 30% comes from electric. In the next set of regulations, 50% of the power will be coming from an electric uh, motor. So, Yeah. And um, so and I want to get your opinion on this. You know, uh, Brian, we've, we've talked about, you know, one of the things, you know, as far as high, like fine dining, celebrity chef restaurants, you know, we've kind of talked about this in the old days. My opinion is in, on the Las Vegas Strip, they're, pro- they're not quite as good as the original and more expensive. But you can go to all of the best restaurants from New York, Chicago, San Francisco in a six-mile strip. So you're kind of the trade-off there is, you know, you're getting pretty much maybe like 90% of the original at, you know, 120% of the cost. Um, (laughs) (laughs) That's actually really well said. I I agree with that a a million percent. Yeah. But now we've gone into this thing, which I, as a local, I appreciate, is that now all of on the fast casual fast food, we are now getting like all of the regional kind of restaurants are now coming here to the strip. So we can see whether it's, you know, White Castle, In-N-Out, you know, Raising Cane's now just put one on the strip, um, Chick-fil-A, all these things that were not maybe have not been native to Southern Cal- the Southern Nevada, Southern California. So they just announced the big announcement is that Whataburger will be putting yes. in a restaurant on the strip and three other locations around the valley. So I wanted to, think uh get your uh you know as an arizona native what you think of that so yeah so i grew up with what it's it's originally a texas thing but we've had it we had it in tucson my whole life there was actually one right around the corner from my high school they used to give discounts to like a student meal so i've, I've eaten there a million times i really like whataburger it's a very good hamburger i don't have 
hard on for it that some people do. I, you know, for my money, I will say that, uh, you know, I'll, I'd still probably eat in and out uh, anyway. I, I prefer it, but it is a very good. I'm happy to see it. It's coming here. Um, and, uh, and yeah, you're a million percent right. But you know what's funny is um, they're doing the same shit that all the celebrity chefs are doing, which is you're still getting about 90% of what you would get <laughs> at their real flagship res. And you're paying, like, literally at White Castle, it's like $6 for sliders. You're like, I'm sorry, isn't this supposed to be like a $2 uh, item? What am, I, what am I paying for exactly? I'm going to have the same diarrhea. Just give me the fucking burger for cheap. It's ridiculous. Yeah, they have a captive audience. They have people who are drunk. They have people who money doesn't mean quite as much while they're here. Right. They're on vacation. So, yeah, that's uh, – well, that's – I have a friend like the friend who has season tickets to the Aviators, and one of my colleagues in every – he'll invite me to a couple of games, and he insists every time they're on getting Capriottis. I'm like, there are Capriottis all over town where you can get twice the sandwich for half. Why are you doing this? I just don't understand. Yeah. And he's like, I just have to have one when I'm here at the ballpark. And I'm like, I, I'm like, I don't get it. But that's why yeah. that's why you can charge for parking. That's why because it doesn't people I've been to all the parking lots, they're still full. All these people have said they were gonna boycott them and not show up are all full of shit. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah, so True. and then I think uh, let's see. Let, so we've had a couple of um uh what do we uh couple of Darwin Awards in the last couple of days, uh, we've had mm-hmm. one person. Uh, we've been, we had 294 days, which was a record of not reaching 100 degrees. And in the last 30 days since then, we've gone the, the that switch has flipped, and we have gone to full, you know, hot heat of the sun. Except we're not actually. If you look at all these heat maps and stuff, Southern Nevada is not included in it. Phoenix is getting like fucking roasted. Um, you know, they're seeing like 120 every day. Um, right. we're just kind of our normal, but we've been in the hunt, getting up to like 118. So my car, yeah, we're in the like teens. And I'm like, yeah. okay, this is fucking uncomfortable. Yeah, I know. Um, it's, yeah, if, if this is normal, I don't remember it being like this, but you're 100% right. Like, it took forever to get to 100, and then it went from 100 to 116 instantly, and it stayed, and it's fucking gross. So we've had a few people who don't get the message. Like there was a guy. Like, so we've had one death at Death Valley, which is 130 or some stupid thing. Come like on, that. dude. I literally give an interview to a news station about how hot it is and dies on the like mile walk back to the parking lot. Stupid. Because I'm walking out there without protect. Then unfortunately, like, there was a thing today. Some guy. Um, there was a guy and two kids who were found in a car in Henderson. He like died. I'm like, I don't know. What happened there? And then today there was – so in the other one, someone, a single occupant vehicle, um, drove off the top of the parking garage at the uh, downtown outlet mall and is is now suffering life-threatening injuries. I would imagine. And I I just don't – I don't understand how you get enough speed because there's usually a curb there and a wall. I mean, unless you're getting a running start – our because like the full whole section between like pillar one and pillar two was over and the car was down. Yeah, that's <laughs> so not like, that's not that's not accidentally putting it into drive when you thought you were reversing. Yeah, that's you 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 were trying to you were trying to do it. You were trying to Dukes a hazard it. Yeah, and and then what, I mean that kind of if you had reversed your car and I guess that wouldn't have been a problem unless you hit. <laughs> but that is one of my biggest. I think we've talked about the reverse parkers. It's just fucking absolutely. No, it's I refuse not. to acknowledge him. They're worse I refuse than to acknowledge the tipping pandemic. 
epidemic, the reverse Parkers, it's it's a scourge on on the you, earth. You take up, you're basically blocking two two lanes worth, so you can whip your fucking F one fifty in reverse style. And the people who own those kinds of trucks will tell you, no, that's the correct way to park. Well, guess what? Fuck you. No, it's not. Uh, the, the 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 soon as you make life miserable for everyone else that's just trying to find a spot, then it's not the right way to park anymore. So buy a different car that you can park properly. Right. And how is it, it maybe, is it safer pulling out, but it's no safer when you pulled in and you took an eight point turn to get your car because you don't know how to drive that big of a truck. And then you back it into the spot behind you, probably back it into the car because you have a hitch that hangs over another foot and a half. That's the truck nuts. I, sure. I, I was over at Mandalay Bay. I, th- I don't know if I said... And therefore, and I parked, and I parked. When I looked around, the truck next to me had fucking all the Trump flags and all the bullshit. And I was like, <laughs> I wish he contemplated moving my car just because I didn't want to be next to them. And I also looked yeah. around at cameras. I'm like, can I cause any damage to this car without being seen? Absolutely. Subtle, subtle keying down low, you'll get away with it just nice and yeah. down near the. the, the I, saw, I saw someone. And this is, there's no excuse. No, these per- people should be persecuted to the fullest extent of the law. Is the back in parking on an angled parking space oh, where they're in the wrong yeah. fucking direction? They never do it. Yeah, they can never get that one right. See, we have a I'm state like, in what? Australia where that's the accepted thing. That state is fucked up in New South Wales. They have the angles set correctly, but it's still fucked up. Don't do it. No other state in Australia does it. It's just wrong. It's just transferring one problem for a different problem. They're, they're creating an issue where it's harder to park initially, even though it's easier to pull out. Yeah. So all said. Yeah, that's when, let's see. There was a follow-up to our alien story. Apparently they're getting a lot of driver lot people. So now they have been issued a warning that trespass, that they are armed and trespassers will be subject to. <laughs> um, yeah. So that I'm like, that's now turning into an even bigger ship show than it was. They, so they, they announced that they are armed and that trespassers passers need to see, uh, stay away. Um, and the last couple of days, the other one was like, we've just had a scene the last couple of days. We've had a rash of, um, officer-involved uh, shootings and kidnappings that are taking place on the freeway, or that's where they decide to end it. So the 215 has been blocked in both directions, the 15 has been blocked in both directions, and the 95 had all been blocked in both directions in the last three days, which is just causing a fucking nightmare getting around. So I don't know why people, if they're going to, it's like, just take your own life quietly. Why do you have to take anyone else with you or block traffic while you're doing it? <laughs> It's a very, very compassion to take. Hot, hot compassion to take. All right. Oh, there it is. All right. Is that everything, folks? Yeah, that's everything. All right. Listen, everybody, thank you for another month. Thanks for hanging in there with us. We are off next week. We'll be back around the 8th. Phobes, do the math on what uh, what that'll make your uh, your next appearance day. It'll yeah. be two after that. Um, oh, on, on that show, uh, we are going to have a... Uh, a uh, friend of ours, a fairly recent transplant, been a little over a year, I guess, now that uh, he's been here. He is a fellow podcaster. He is, his words, not mine, uh, the talent behind the Beer Engine podcast. Uh, Griff is going to join us, so we'll uh, we'll chat with him about, uh, about a few things, about your show, uh, about uh, moving here from the Midwest. Uh, he actually came and watched me do my comedy show up in Kingman, I'm sure. That was a whole. That was a whole thing. <laughs> um, so we can uh, talk about that. Yeah. And uh, oh, and I in my uh, in my quest to see 
uh, every band I listened to in high school before they die. I am going to see Smashing Pumpkins on Sunday. So I'll talk a little bit about that concert from the poster that I saw. Ooh, Billy Corgan is looking rough around the edges, <laughs> but I'm sure he can still sing his sad boy songs. And here's hoping I don't get hurt. Well, not as rough tub. as Darcy. Ooh, she's going right off the planet. Ooh. <laughs> All right, so that's it. Uh, that's it, everybody. Thanks. Uh, hit us up on the Discord. Discord's been doing really great. Uh, a lot of fun conversation going on there. So we'd love to see you there, or you can find us on socials. Email me. Uh, most of you, you can probably just text me at this point. I'm sure my number's out there. I am not very secure. Uh, all right, uh, Tony, any uh, parting words before we wrap up this month? Yeah, if you want to kill yourself, do it the way God intended, with a belt and masturbating. I mean, there's worse ways to go. Uh, Phobes? Nice catch, sir. Nice catch. All right. We'll see you guys in a couple weeks. Thanks for listening. Bye.